What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to Los Golpes Gonzalez Show. I'm your host, AJ Gonzalez. Tonight, we have a very, very special show. I got professional, undefeated boxer Darius Harris on the show tonight. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be lovely. We're going to talk about how he got into boxing, what's next with him, how he he met Deontay Wilder, and, uh, you know, we're just going to go in with that. So, with that being said, I got him on the line now. What's going on, bro? Yo, it's your boy Darius, the active here at MSG, never stop grinding. Appreciate you having me on here, bro. Oh, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Uh, what you got going on right now? Uh, you know, just, you know, chilling. Just chilling? Trying to, trying to stay safe um, during this pandemic and productive at the same time. Hey, hey, I hear that, man. I hear that. I respect that. So, let, let, let's get into it, man. Tell the world, who is Darius Harris? Well, Darius Harris, I'm, um, I'm an African-American professional fighter. And um, I'm, I'm actually um, a business owner also. Okay. All right. So you're a business owner. Go, uh, you know, give us a little insight of uh, what, what, what business you own. Well, my business is called MSG Never Stop Grinding. And it's just a, a lifestyle brand that just started off with clothing. Now we're um, starting to have more products such as like sweat cream um, and like waist trainers and, and sports gear and a whole bunch of different things. We just keep coming up with, with Entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, you know, man, you gotta send me over some, uh, some clothes, man. Yeah, most definitely. You most definitely need an SGT. Hey, I, I, I need that. I need that. I also, man, I gotta send you over uh, Los Golpes Gonzalez show T-shirt. So. Yeah, most definitely. So we'll do, we'll do a little trade off, man. And you know what, man? Uh, off the record, I might even tell you, you know what? Send me over a little waist trainer. You feel me? <laughs> Okay. Hey, 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 that, that's what's up, man. So, you know, so now you're six and no, you're an undefeated yes, professional boxer. What weight class are you in again? 154. Um, um, super welterweight or Jamie Miller weight, whatever one you want to call Okay, it. yeah, yeah, because it's right there on the borderline. Exactly. Okay, okay. So, um, How'd you get started in boxing? Like, I'm curious to know. I'm, uh, you know, and I'm sure you know the the listeners are are curious to know. Like, how what what motivated you to get into boxing? Well, the first time I went to a boxing gym was probably like eight or nine years old, and my father he has four boys, and he took us all to the boxing gym, and I'm just the only one that stuck with it. Well, actually, I took a break too, but I'm the only one that came back to it and stuck with it. Okay. Okay, and uh, where are you from? Where 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 you fight out of? I'm from Rialto, California, but I train out of Riverside, California. Um, oh, okay, out there in Riverside. Chris Ariola, Chris Ariola City, you know Chris Ariola is. Oh yeah. Yeah, I train out of his city. Um, same gym he trains out of. And um, but I'm originally from Rialto, California. Okay, okay. Hey, that that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um. 
So, okay, so you say you were like, what, eight years old when you first started boxing, you know, got into boxing. Yes, sir. How old were you when you became a uh, pro? I went pro at 26. I'm 29 now. Okay. Okay, so... uh. Off, off the top of your head, do you know your amateur record? My amateur record, I know I had like 35 fights and I lost like four of them. So I can't say exactly, but it's, it's in between that. So you got experience. That You got experience. Yes, I won the Golden Gloves, California State Gold Gloves. I won the Golden Gold. I won the Desert Showdown. I won all the, the local tournaments. On, um, and I went national for the Golden Gloves. I was actually supposed to fight in the nationals. Nice. So me being an adult at the time um, and having a job, I couldn't get the days off. So wow. I had to make a sense of Hey, but you had to do what you had to do, though, bro. Exactly. I've been living alone since I was 21 years old. So if you were, you know, go to work, take care of your bills, or take a gamble on winning the Golden Gloves nationally. And I already won it on the state level, but I really wanted to win national, too. But... Well, now, now you have the opportunity, you know, in the future to, to possibly fight for a world title. So I think the world title yeah, will take over world. the national title, you know? Yeah, that's, that's everything, the world title. Exactly. Exactly. You know, just to get the opportunity, you know, um, to, to get that title. Now, yeah. a lot... I don't even just want the opportunity. Though. I want to win. I'm going. Oh well, yeah, of course. I don't want to just say I fought for it. I want to take it. Of course, of course. You know, uh, recently I had a uh, professional boxer uh, Kevin Anton on, on the on the show as well, and he's two and zero. And what I wanted to make clear with the listeners is like, even if you're two and zero or six and zero in your case, as a professional, that doesn't mean that you don't have experience because in the amateur ranks. You have that experience already. You fought, like you said, you fought 35 fights, right? That's what people don't understand. Like, um, Lomachenko, he has 300 and something fights. He only has like 14 or 15 pro fights. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, that was the point that I was trying to make on the last episode. And that's the point that I'm going to make on this one, too. It doesn't matter how many professional fights you have. Because your amateur record is all the that experience, you know what I mean? And and obviously uh, you're blessed to be a professional boxer. You're six and zero. You're undefeated. Not a lot of people can say that they have an undefeated record, you know. And and uh, man, that that's that's awesome, you know. So so blessings to you and many more blessings to you. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly, man. So I do want to get into uh, um, you know, uh, how you met Wilder because I remember when we first spoke, which was months before, you know, uh, I want to say at the beginning of the year, me and you spoke on the phone, and and then you know I, I looked at your your Instagram, you know, I started doing uh, homework on you, you know what I mean? I started stalking you, bro. That's what it was. I started stalking yeah. you. <laughs> so um, I see that 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 that. You know, you're good with Wilder, man. So I'm curious to know, and the listeners are curious to know, how it is that happened? Uh, well, I met Deontay Wilder through my, um, through my sister. He was, he's good friends with my sister. And, um, okay. Yeah, because I even seen I that you were. Um, in, yeah, I see right. that. Yeah, Deontay's a stand-up guy, stand-up guy, and I'm real down to earth, and 
He's an amazing person to have on your team. Oh, yeah, yeah. You call him right now. He's going to answer. He's going to talk to you. He's going to talk to you too. You don't want to talk no more. Like, bye, bro. I got to go there. He's a good dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, uh, I haven't I haven't had the pleasure to to meet Deontay Wilder. Hopefully in the future, you know, I can and you know that that'll be a blessing in itself. Um, you know, he he's going through uh through, you know, trying to get another fight right now as well, you know, with uh that whole fury thing that happened, man. It sucked how you got that L, but you know, one thing that I will always say is that I respect Deontay Wilder because He's he like you said he's a stand up guy. I never personally met him, but from what I can see, like he's he's humble. He's humble and he's he's really for the people. And I can't wait for him to uh, bounce back from that L. You know, like I've always said, like one you know uh, it's a minor it's a minor uh, setback for a major comeback. Yeah, most definitely. He most definitely bounced back from. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's 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 awesome, man, and and it's good that you actually have him in, in your corner. You know what I mean? Like not a lot of people can actually say that that you have him in your corner whenever you want to call him, whenever you want to uh, get some advice from him, man. Have you been picking his brain in regards to you know? Of course, of course right? I've been I've been picking his brain for years. <laughs> hey, I that just got cool. Me and Deontay started a relationship since 2013. Before he ever became a champion, before he ever became a global star, so we—it's nothing new. Okay, okay. Hey, that 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 that's dope. That's dope. You know what I mean? So you guys have that relationship. I respect that. And uh, you know, as long as you're picking his brain, man, because he had he—I mean—he's a champ. At the end of the day, he's a champ. So, who else do you, would you rather you know have in your corner than Wilder? You know, like of course you want the champ on exactly. your corner. You know. Let me ask you uh, one question. Uh, who 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 were the boxers that you idolized like like coming up? Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Roy Jones Jr. Those are like my favorite fighters coming up. Now those are heavy hitters. Those are heavy yeah, I like hitters. Ali, I like Muhammad Ali more so what he did outside the ring, not so much so what he did inside the ring. He was a great fighter too. But I just admire the type of person, the type of man Muhammad Ali was. Exactly. Can you imagine? Now, Now we spoke uh, earlier before we got on, on, on air uh, in regards to uh, everything that's going on with uh, with the protest. And, and, and uh, my condolences to, to the George Floyd family, you know, everything that's going on. Wouldn't you love to have Muhammad Ali right now? If he was living today, wouldn't you think like he would be right there with everybody? Like he'll be, he would be the top talking about everything. You know what I mean? Like that's the one thing that that uh, that I that I think about. Like how you said Muhammad Ali, we need a Muhammad Ali right now. You know, because I feel like I, I feel in the boxing community right now. And correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like nobody is really speaking out and being the front person in regards to everything front that's line. going front line on everything that's going on. Yeah. And I feel like Muhammad Ali would have been that no, person. There's most definitely no Muhammad Ali right now. Like, you know, Muhammad Ali is really good. He, he's willing to die behind what he believes, you know, and he's willing to stand up for the people. I mean, nobody is doing it on Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali level, but we have. 
seen like Instagram and different little speakouts, but nobody actually mm. out there. Right, right, exactly. You know, in regards to like Colin Ka- Kaepernick, you know, like let's throw a little curveball. Yeah, he He's kind of been like. I mean, but Deontay has been outspoken even before this situation. But actually, you know what? You're right. Radio Lai to this day, and it went viral all over again. And he just put out something else like a couple of days ago, speaking about it. Okay, see, I haven't yeah. personally seen that, so I'm gonna have to educate myself on that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send you that. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not on the level of Muhammad Ali, but it's most definitely a start, you know. And you know what? I do see a lot of Muhammad Ali in in Deontay Wilder. I do. Most definitely. You know, because obviously it's Muhammad good. Ali was a heavyweight I'm champ. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this, but I believe that's his favorite fighter. That's what we idolize. Uh, you know what? I, I've heard that before, though. I, I've heard interviews where uh, that he's done, and, and uh, I heard him actually say Muhammad Ali. And you know what, though? To be honest with you, there's a lot of fighters uh, that that will say, you know, Muhammad Ali um, is, uh, you know, their, their favorite fighter, like, growing up and stuff like that. But um, I love the fact that, like, Wilder, like, he's actually, like, I could see him being the modern-day Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, and then uh, now you mentioned Roy Jones, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Now he was he was raw, he was raw. He was, a, he was, a, um, he was an athletic freak. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of respect for uh, for for Jones, man. So um, in regards to that, now what what's your thoughts on everything that's going on? Like honestly, you know, like. Uh, it's, me being a black man, I just feel like people are fed up, man. It's been going on for first we were brought here for slaves and racism has been going on for four hundred plus years and then to see that man get killed on his phone, like he died a a a brutal death. Somebody put a knee to his throat for eight minutes and, and the guy's just looking in the camera. It's not like he's like, Oh my gosh, you're reporting. He looked straight in the camera and did it. With no remorse, I just feel like it's horrible. And you know what? Not only did he look at the camera, not only did he look at the camera, he even looked at George, like, while he was doing that. That's the fucked up part about it. To be honest with you, this is to be totally honest. So I couldn't even watch the whole video, so I haven't even seen the whole video. See. I understand from the little clip that I watched. I didn't even never, I, to this day, I've never watched the whole video. I was a little late with the whole video thing. I, I ended up watching it um, not too long ago after all, you know, when the protest was going on. I said, you know what, let me watch it. Uh, to educate myself and to see what really was going on, and 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 I watched it, man, and it gave me, it made me sick to my stomach. How, not only not only the 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 officer that had his knee on his neck, but the other officers around him that allowed that, right? They allowed it. That's that's crazy, like. I put myself in that in, in, in another officer's uh, shoe. If I see that shit going on, like, hey, bro, get off his neck. Like, relax. You already got him. He's cuffed. It's a wrap. Exactly. Right? But nah, they allowed it. So now all four of them are, are arrested. And, are, and you know what? They need to throw the book at them. They really do. Something's got to change. You know, it, enough is enough. And, and, and. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, George Floyd's uh, killer. Let's be real. That's you know he was a killer. The uh, the cop. He he uh, he. I think he's the first one to ever really be uh, charged with murder. Right? Like. Uh, yeah. So 
hopefully the book gets uh, thrown at him and and uh, and justice is 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 served and you know that's all we want. All we want is just justice. That's it. You that's know, it, enough bro. is enough. That's the whole, that's what we want, bro. It's justice. Enough it's, is enough. It's not only the whole George Floyd thing. I don't know if you've seen another video of a, uh, a young African American guy jogging down the streets of Georgia and he got shot down oh, by yeah. a regular citizen. Yeah, yeah. And they, didn't, and they didn't get charged for months. And the only reason why they end up getting charged is because somebody released a video. So it's just a lot going on. It's so a lot going on, you man. Can't understand why African Americans are upset, then they have to just be racist. That's the only thing I can think of. You can't, if you can't see what's going on, you don't want to see it or... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, correct me if I'm wrong, it's common sense. What exactly. was going on, wanna, hey, was right is right and was like, wrong is wrong. Exactly. It's like, how is this even debate? Like, how do I have to explain this to somebody? Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, how do people, how do people think that is right? And I just have to sit and think back, like, man, these guys just got to be right. no other way Hey, I agree with you. I agree with you. Like I said, it's common it's sense. No matter, and even if you're if you're racist, it's like it's common sense. Was right is right. It was wrong is wrong. Put your if it was if it was on the flip side, if the coin was flipped, oh my god. You know what I mean? Oh, it's crazy. But you know what? I out of respect to uh, George Floyd and his family, I, I wanted to touch on this. You know, and you being a, a black professional boxer. You know, I wanted to give you that platform, and you know, I'm to speak. Been out there in the field, like, you know, frontline protests too. So That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I just, I, I wanted to give you that platform and to really speak your mind on that, man. And, and, and hopefully, you know, change, hopefully change does come, you know what I mean? And, 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 and we're living in a, in a society where like history is being made and hopefully it's for the right causes, you know? Oh yeah. The pandemic, the rise, everything that's going on, the protests, it's most definitely gonna it's gonna be in history. We live in a history for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree with you on that, man. On that note, condolences to, to the George Floyd family and and uh you know, hopefully hopefully uh justice is served, you know? That's it. Exactly. So uh Let's go on to, to the final question, man, that I have for you. What's next for Darius Harris? Man, the main thing is let this pandemic blow over and get back in the ring as soon as possible. So that's, that's what's next. Um, like I said, I've been jogging right now, staying in some type of shape. Gyms are really still close. So you staying ready to and be ready? Most definitely. I can't, I can't, you never catch me completely out of shape. You know, I, as you know, I'm not sure if you remember. I had an injury I suffered before the um, oh, that's right. pandemic. That's right. So I was just starting to, you know, work back out, hit the gym, and then boom, the pandemic hit. It's like, damn. So the main thing is just, you know, staying in some type of shape so that way when everything's back cracking, I can get back cracking too. You feel me? Exactly. Nah, well, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to see you back in the ring. I'm excited to see you back in the ring, you know, and, uh, and I can't wait. I can't wait for that. So that's good that you know you staying in shape, and then and, and uh, you know seeing how how everything's you know getting played out with uh, right now with the COVID, the uh, the 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 protests, how everything's playing out right now is just kind of like you know, boxing is actually going to be back tomorrow with Shakur Stevenson. He's fighting on ESPN. So that's actually a good sign. That's a good sign. Now let me ask you one question before before we uh, we we. Uh, we uh, end this interview. Um, 
how how would you feel fighting with no fans? I mean, me personally, for me, since I'm, you know, I'm still like fighting locally, if, if it's not a televised bout, you don't make any money because me, I make all my money off a of ticket sales. Right, and all right. People coming out to do, so it's like, how how would I how how do I make money? How do the how do the local promoters make money? Because you know how I'm fine right now. So it's like, how do how do we make money? How do the local promoters and, and the local fighters make money? That's true. That's true. So, but other, other than that, it don't make me a difference in the crowd because I'm throwing that out anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, so the money part, it would make a difference. You're the type of fighter that, like, with or without fans, you're still going to go in there and do your job. As it. as it should be, it right? It don't make a difference. I'm gonna be so toned out, like I'm gonna be so zoned and so focused on what's in front of me. It don't matter who in the crowd. I appreciate you saying that, man, because uh, there's been a lot of fighters out there. Like for instance, Conor McGregor, UFC. He he just recently retired because of the fact that. You know, uh, first of all, he just doesn't have the fight anymore in him, and the but fact you know, that he. Is a quitter. You know, this is like what the thirtieth time that he's retired. <laughs> he's a quitter, though. He quit when he fought Floyd. He ran, he ran out of uh-huh. gas. He quit when he fought Diaz. Yes, he's a quitter, so it transferred to real life. He quit in real life. He's just a quitter. That's true. That's true. You know, with or without fans. That's true. That's true. And I feel like, look, I'm not a professional boxer, but. Personally, with or without fans, you still got to go out there and work. You got a job to do, and the fans, I don't think the fans actually make a difference. Because, look, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fighters, like, on the undercard. Now, not even the undercard, like, the prelims. There's no fans there, and they still go out there and do their job. Exactly. So, it's the same thing. So, I appreciate, you know, you saying that, and... uh Look, man. At the end of the day, I really do. I really do appreciate uh, you being on the show tonight, man. It, it, it's a blessing, you know. And 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 uh, to many more, you know. This is not this is not the uh, first or the last for you to be on the show, man. I want to continue building that relationship with you and and uh, get you on, you know, on the show whenever I can. Uh, just do me the favor, though. When you got a fight scheduled, I would love, I would love for you to come on the show, man, and uh, do the promo on that. Yeah, most definitely, so I, I, I'd love to do it. No problem. We make that happen. Sounds good. Sounds good, man. Any shout-outs? Um, let me just give a shout-out. Let me give a shout-out to um, God, my team, everybody that's supporting me. Um, shout-out to Mark Oh man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Where can uh, where can the listeners uh, follow you? At Twitter on uh, man, Twitter. On Twitter at deactive. Everything's still regular. D a c t i v e on Instagram. Deactive. D a c t i v underscore nsg and nsg stands for Never Stop Grinding. Also check out my website www.nsglifestyle.com. Sounds good, and you guys can follow me at aj rmb. You guys can follow. Us at Los Golpes Gonzalez Show on Apple Podcast. Thank you for 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 coming on the show, man. I really appreciate you. And uh, let me know when you got your next fight so we can get you back on, brother. For sure, my brother. Appreciate you. God bless.
God bless. Thank you guys for tuning in at Los Golpes Gonzalez Show. We out.